Well, hello, Rip City. To all of you in town and to all of you out of town and to all of you in every corner of these interwebs, thank you as always for tuning in here with you. As always, my name is Keith Feltner-Smith and it's just me today. We're going to have a little bit of a special episode today, a bit of a catch-up and a holiday placeholder episode, if you will. We did record last week, although we ended up not putting it out because our uh, our editor uh, slash producer forgot to account for the Thanksgiving schedule, uh, family visits and visiting other family took up a lot of the editing time and just to be clear that editor uh, slash producer is me so it's it's my fault i just thought it sounded better the other way and then this week we had a bunch of snow issues and power outage issues more busy holiday schedules got in the way so uh you know things just kind of uh, did not line up and sometimes that happens during the holidays but if you too have been busy or unable to catch your blazers and all the awesome adjacent content like us uh all of our awesome podcast friends shout out to Busted Bucket, Unbiased Blazers Podcast, Blazers What, Holy Backboard, Rose Garden Report, many others out there, all the awesome content producers in Rip City. Just gotta say, what you should be doing if you miss out on any of that because of the holidays is come and join us on Discord. Come and get involved with live episode recordings of this pod, uh, other podcasters like I just mentioned, other content creators, Protoplatonian, Evan M, Ike, everyone making stickers, shirts, pins, art of all kinds. Uh, we also have game access, ticket access with our third bench ticket group friends. Uh, lots of other swag exchanges going on as well. Game night chats with all the friends. All of this done by fans of the Blazers for other fans of the Blazers. If you're not in there yet, come and join the Discord. The link is in the episode description. Okay, let's get caught up on the recent Blazer games. But first things first, a quick love hugs and hate mail because there are some things to celebrate right now. My first love of the day. We're going to go double up since Chris isn't here. I got to cover him as well. So doubling up on the love. First things first, it's snowing or it's been snowing. It's not snowing right now, uh, but it, like I said, it did earlier in the week. It's nice in that beautiful white winter wonderland up here in Hood River. My dog is loving it. Uh, it's not always the most fun to drive in and it kind of can be limited on how far we can go if the weather's not going to be great. Hopefully that doesn't get in the way of any Blazer games, but it is certainly a, a lovely time of year. It's nice to have snow when it gets to winter, not just the, the rain and the gray, so I'm, I'm happy with it. The biggest thing to celebrate though, the biggest thing today, as was pointed out uh, by uh, It's Little Tex on Twitter, shout out to them, as well as Terry on our Discord who brought it to my attention. Happy No More Neil Olshay Day. Today was the day uh, when he was officially let go and you know ever since there's just been a little bit less gray around Rip City a little bit more of a kind of the sunshine poking through and things starting to go the right direction even if we're not there entirely yet it feels a lot better I'm happy hopefully we are all celebrating no more Neil Olshay day and hopefully the Blazers celebrate it with a win tonight my hugs this week going out to Carl Anthony Towns he went down with a calf strain Similar to Lillard, but he's going to be missing four to six weeks, which means he will miss both of the games against the Blazers uh, this next coming week, which, again, we will talk about those games more at the end of the pod. I'm looking forward to it. I will be at the one on Saturday, and that's the Pride Night game as well, so come and celebrate and support all of our friends. But hugs to Cat, because he uh, he definitely is a central piece for the Timberwolves, and it's always fun to see a team like that at full strength, because Timberwolves are kind of doing something different this year. Uh, obviously, without Cat, that takes away one of their two towers between he and Gobert. So still a very powerful team, potent uh, offense with Edwards as well. So we'll see what they can put together. Hopefully it swings in the Blazers' favor, but hugs go out to Cat. He's just had a lot of rough stuff going on over the last several seasons, and I, I feel for the guy. Going to double up on the hate mail today as well, just because 
This is something that we talked about last week that didn't air and it needs to be addressed. Again, apologies to all you listeners and Chris. Yeah, that was just a busy, busy scheduling week with Thanksgiving for me. But our, my, my hate mail that week was going towards some Blazer fans that were removed for racism when we last played Utah. Some very uh, inappropriate things being said to Jordan Clarkson of the Utah Jazz from that game. And it sounded like it uh, was addressed pretty quickly by other fans in attendance as well as staff of the game. These guys were removed. And what Chris and I talked about with it last week is it just really does show that Racism is not one of those things and that doesn't happen here. It does happen here. And so let's just always make sure that, you know, you see something, you say something. If you see anything or hear anything uh, involving racism, sexism, bigotry, any other, any other prejudice, call it out. It doesn't belong in our society and it doesn't get extinguished if we don't do our part. All right. The other... And final hate mail for the week is almost a hug for Blazer fans, but it's just going hate towards the situation. It sounds like Evoca TV is going under. They they cited funding issues the other day in an announcement that was then broadcast through the Oregonian and other local outlets. But the Idaho company Evoca TV has just not been making enough enough money to keep going. It sounds like and this is a difficult economy for a company like ours to raise the funding that we need to grow. Is what they said to customers. And if they can't raise more capital, it sounds like they are going to discontinue operations and programming on December 31st. So there will there will be no more cheap alternative to watch the Blazers broadcast through Root uh, without picking up Root more directly, it sounds like, after the New Year's. And that is going to be rough for a lot of fans. So, ahoy, mateys. Speaking of not being able to watch Blazers games, let's talk about this last road trip. We faced the Bucks, the Cavs, the Knicks, and the Nets. So obviously that's going to be... A tough lineup, uh, and we only went one and three across the four games. The only win coming versus the Knicks, 132 to 129 in overtime, no less. It was also the only game that the Blazers didn't wear the carpet jerseys for. We'll get back to that, I'm sure, either later in the episode or more next week with Chris. We did have a lot of other highlights, though. This game against the Knicks, this was when Jeremy Grant hit his career high 43 points. We also saw 38 put up from Penny Simons. Now, just gotta ask. Just I'm um, just to think about when was the last time Blazers had two non-Dame players combined for 80 plus in a game? So that's exciting right there. Nurk as well. As much as people have been down on Nurkic recently, he had 20 points, eight rebounds, seven assists versus the Knicks in 37 minutes. Um, you know, since it was that that overtime game, shooting on seven of 12 field goals, two and two of five from deep. Two blocks, four or five from the line. Overall, a pretty good game from Nurk. When we play well as a team, I feel like you tend to see Nurk playing well as well. Just some food for thought, as everyone seems to be really critical of him uh, in, in recent times. But, you know, again, that's kind of what happens. We got a lot of chicken littles in Rip City. When the team starts to play bad, the sky seems to fall pretty quickly. And that's been falling on Nurk a lot. I don't want to talk too much on the losses. I don't want really want to stick on the losses at all, partly because there's been a handful of them, and I don't want to go over all of that myself. Uh, but also, this is a, a rapid-fire catch-up pod. Real quick, though, let's just talk about the other, uh, the end of the road trip. The Blazers looked pretty good versus the Nets overall. The game was a lot closer than the final score of 111 to 97 would really make it seem. Uh, you know, we saw some really nice defense from the Blazers early on. It definitely screwed up the Nets game plan, but then the Nets adjusted and shot over us, which is what can be an issue with um, a lot of zone defense. Also with tired defense, the end of a four game road trip and we've already had our six game road trip. So half of our, I think actually 12 of our 22 games so far have been on the road. So again, we can talk more about what's been causing the losses at some other point, but I just don't want to focus on it today. As far as that Nets game though, 
We had 18 of 21 field goals in the first half assisted. That's awesome. I think that was a team high. Um, I don't know if that's uh, for the franchise or just this season, but 18 of 21 field goals being assisted is a, is a great stretch. And if we could do that more, hopefully it would end up in some Ws. It was a one-point game at half. It was four-point game after three quarters. So that, that gap really did spread out at the end. Uh, both teams have been scoring. Neither were playing much D, and then we just ran out of gas. So the defense got worse. So did the offense, and you just can't keep up with you know a team like the Nets with Kevin Durant and Kyrie and Ben Simmons both playing pretty well that game too. All right, so then the Blazers come home to face the Clippers last Tuesday. Shout out to Tim of the Busted Bucket Podcast joining me down in the hundred level. I won some tickets through the Blazers for Native American Heritage Month, and also shout out to Brigham's Fish Market up in Cascade Locks here. Brigham's Fish Market held an event for the Blazers celebrating Native American Heritage month they have amazing fish fantastic salmon and sturgeon it was it was a great time up there small little place over in cascade locks it's right down the road from us here in hood river so if you want to come out and have some really amazing local fish hit me up i'll come and have lunch with you anyway back to the game against the clippers it was a really good time for tim and i but it was a horrendously bad loss for the blazers the clippers were missing so much talent to injury that night we're missing dame and Keon and, and a few other pieces, but it's, I think a lot of us really expected a win that evening, but Penny and the four J's couldn't put it together. The lineup we've been running has been Penny Simons, Justice Winslow, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, and Yusuf. Penny did score 37 points again in this game. It was also his fourth career game of nine plus three pointers made. And I think I saw that was like seventh uh, among active NBA players. So like we've known for a while, we've got a shooter in Simons, but I'm still waiting to see if he's more of a point guard or more of a more meant to be an athletic shooting guard uh, in the long run. We'll see as he goes. He's he's going to get minutes right now, so only going to get more of a sample. All right, after that game, it was back on the road in LA this time against the Lakers. Beautiful start to this game as well, as we've seen a number of times recently from our guys, uh, including great play, team play from Jeremy Grant and Justice Winslow. Uh, I think the first play of the game, Jeremy is driving the lane and almost kind of like a semi no look to Justice in the corner. Also, oh man, we had, we had like a dunk of the year candidate from Shaden Sharp, I think just before halftime. Uh, the other side of that though, of course, is Shaden's been throwing down massive dunks all season in these first 22 games so you know we've got a, a lot of time left to see what else he can what else he can give us but yeah despite the nice start and despite what Shaden was giving us there was a lot of other uh non-blazers highlights going on russ hit two buzzer beaters uh lebron james throwing down a pretty pretty uh salty dunk as well like i said earlier we don't want to stick on that let's move forward i think the big question as i kind of hinted at earlier after all these losses is, is this losing streak linked to the carpet jersey? No, not really. Uh, I'm not actually uh, prescribing to the conspiracy, not trying to put that out there for anyone else. I'm not promoting this uh, as we've heard, not trying to put that on the platform, but the record in the PDX carpet jerseys has not been good. The record overall for the Blazers has not been good, really, if we're just gonna be more uh, more fair about it. We are 10 and four across the first 14 games. Now, eight games later, we have one more win and we're sitting at 11 and 11. That's a rough stretch. The tough schedule is about to get easier. There's been some metrics that had the Blazers as having had, that's a tongue twister, the second hardest schedule so far this season. This is determined by looking at opponents' win percentages coming into the games, the home road records, injuries, etc. But those same metrics do have the Blazers facing much easier of a hill going forward. Especially, I think I saw it noted, I forgot who said it. I, I forget where I saw it. I want to say The Athletic, but I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I did see it noted that this December, only four of the 13 Blazers' opponents have 
winning records entering the month, and three of those four winning records are the first three games of the month. So, you know, brace for maybe a little bit of a rough start here, but then it'll pass, and you know, we can see how see if maybe the Blazers can kind of pick out pick up out of the mud. The other side of this too, beyond the the you know, analytics saying it's been a tough schedule has been that our guys are just kind of looking tired. Like I said a minute ago, we've had 12 of the first 22 games on the road, including a six game road trip and a four game trip. We're one of only three teams, three or four teams, I believe with two six game road trips this season, as the NBA has been trying to cut back on that uh, and trying to give teams more more balanced schedules in that sense, as far as the road travel. Beyond those three or four teams with two, I believe I did see at one point the Blazers are the only team in the NBA with three six-game road trips this year. That would be our second one coming up mid-December this month. So <laughs> despite being one of the easiest uh, months, as we're saying, uh, according to whoever it was, we still have a second six-game road trip here and then another one in March. So, you know, the other side of that, of course, is this, this first six-game roadie, we ended up with a, a positive record. If we can keep it above 500 every time we go out on the road, I don't think we're going to mind the six-game trips as much. But overall, you know, it's not fun to be, I guess, the most road-heavy team in a certain sense. But beyond the road trips as well, you've got to account for injuries. And, you know, I know, I know we haven't had a ton this year. We've had, you know, Nurk miss, I think, Nurk missed three games Penny missed two, Jeremy Grant missed one. Uh, a lot of those were on that six-game road trip we're talking about. But mostly it's been Dame. Dame has only played 11 of 22 games so far this season. The positive of that is we're still a 500 team. The negative of that is he has missed these games because of not one, but two calf strains. The latest strain we talked about, again, last week uh, on that episode that did not make it off the cutting room floor. My apologies again to Burkhardt and to you listeners for that. But the second strain does seem to be a bit more serious, despite the initial analysis that it was maybe less of a worry. Uh, he has not come quite, not come back quite as quickly. Hopefully this Sunday. Hopefully against the Pacers tomorrow. It sounds like we'll see how it goes. We also still haven't seen Gary Payton the second play. Uh, he's been two weeks away since like a month before the season started. Some fans are starting to get nervous of that with the you know the kicking the can mentality of just oh keep evaluating him every two weeks and see how it's going. But I think a lot of that is the language the team uses. They're not saying he's going to be back. They're saying he's going to be reevaluated. There's a big difference there. And again, this is something that last week uh, Chris and I got into about why fans shouldn't be that nervous. Uh, so we will hear from Mr. Burkhart more on that hopefully next week. And of course, the icing on top right before recording this, uh, I believe yesterday it was announced that Nasir Little... He exited the game against the Clippers on Tuesday in the fourth quarter with a hip strain. Turns out that that hip strain is an impact fracture of his right femoral head. So the the, the ball head that of the femur that goes into the hip joint, uh, impact fracture. This these are this is not good language uh, for what you'd be hoping for for a, a minor injury or a speedy recovery. So they're giving nasir six weeks before re-evaluation so that means he'll be he'll be out till mid-january and that's not that's not what we're hoping for for a guy who has already had struggles with injury we've talked before about whether the injury prone label was appropriate and that's getting hard to deny <laughs> with this happening uh so again we'll get into that more next week as well with chris there are a lot of reasons to be positive though like i said dame is about to return i believe they are targeting this Sunday, tomorrow, December 4th, against the Pacers as his comeback game. So we'll see how that goes. Keep your fingers crossed. Also, like we talked about, the schedule is about to get easier. 
We are, we're only a quarter of the way through the season, let's keep in mind, too. So the idea that we've already gone above and below expectations and we now have three times as long left in the season to do it again and again, probably, till we hopefully balance out on the above side of those expectations. This week, we've got some more positive things. We face the Jazz tonight in Utah. Uh, you know, but we have had a long rest since the last game on Wednesday uh, in LA against the Lakers. And then after tonight, we start that four-game homestand, which I will actually... Uh, I will be at the next three of those. So the Pacers visit tomorrow night. Hopefully weather permitting snow is supposed to be coming into Hood River and hopefully uh, it doesn't lock us here in town. But I should be at the game tomorrow against the Pacers. Then we have three days of rest before the Blazers face the Nuggets on Thursday. And then the Timberwolves are here uh, Saturday and Monday for kind of a home back-to-back -back for us with, with a day in between. So that it's not really quite as true back-to-back. -back. Saturday is also the Blazers Pride Night that I mentioned earlier. So come out and show our love and our support for each other's ways of life. And listen, fans, if you can't make it to those games to, to come hang out and watch your team and celebrate, hopefully what is going to be some more wins coming up, you can also come and join us on Discord. You can get involved with live episodes of this pod. You can get involved with other podcasters, content creators, and local artists. Game access with a third bench ticket group. Lots of ticket giveaways they've been doing recently. Shout out to Seth hey! and everyone else involved in the third bench. It has been an awesome time hanging with them at games. An awesome time to watch them raising money for local charities. There are also some swag exchanges. There are game night chats with friends. And all of this by fans, for fans. Come and join the Discord. The link is in the episode description. That's really all I've got. I feel like we're caught up and ready to go. So enjoy this as kind of our, hopefully your pregame pod before tonight against the Jazz. And I will see you guys for the next couple games and we will have our next episode with Mr. Professional Chris Burkhart back on the show. In closing, your honorable listeners, that's it. That's our show. Thank you, Chris Burkhart, even though he's not here. He's been patient with me not putting the last episode out. Thank you, Odar, for these fat beats, and thank you, listeners, not only for being patient as well, but for a great listening. We hope you enjoy your Blazers, your Rip City basketball, and this latest episode. Thank you again, and please come back next week for the next edition of the Trailcasters.